Welcome listeners to Snippets of Knowledge, your guide to insightful business strategies. Today, we're delving into Clayton M. Christensen's groundbreaking book, The Innovator's Dilemma. This isn't just any business book. It's a manifesto that's transformed the way we think about innovation and success. So buckle up as we unpack the fascinating insights and powerful lessons that have shaped the future of many companies. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur, a CEO, or just someone curious about business dynamics, you're in for a real treat. Let's get ready to explore why some of the most successful companies can do everything right and still lose their market leadership, or worse, fail altogether. Let's dive into what the innovator's dilemma, this monumental piece of writing, actually entails and why it's a book that should probably be on every business leader's shelf. Clayton M. Christensen's book isn't just an ordinary read. It's a deep exploration of why some of the most successful companies can do everything right and still lose their market leadership, or even fail, as new, unexpected competitors rise and take over the market. So how does this happen? The book dismantles the notion that what you're doing today will keep you afloat tomorrow. It talks about disruptive technologies, those sneaky innovations that initially seem insignificant but eventually turn the market on its head. Christensen looks at how major companies, the ones at the top of their game, tend to ignore these technologies because they don't meet current customers' demands or because they're not profitable enough at the start. What's really interesting and a significant point in the book is the distinction Christensen makes between sustaining technologies, those that improve product performance in expected ways, and disruptive technologies that don't initially seem to meet the needs of mainstream customers. He asserts that large companies are actually pretty good at the former, making their products better. However, they stumble badly when it comes to the latter because they're so focused on what their current customers want. The innovator's dilemma is loaded with in-depth case studies from the disk drive industry to mechanical excavators, giving us not just a theoretical framework, but real-world implications of the failure to anticipate disruptive technologies. By the end of our exploration today, you'll understand why Christensen's work has been marked as crucial reading and how his lessons on innovation can be the difference between making it big or falling off the radar in the ever-changing business landscape. Stay with me as we uncover the insights that enable companies to thrive and survive in the face of innovation. In the ever-evolving landscape of business, there's one phenomenon that continually reshapes the market, and that, my friends, is disruptive technology. Now, what exactly is a disruptive technology? It's like a stealthy undercurrent in the ocean of industry, often emerging from the fringes, not drawing much attention at first, usually simpler, cheaper, or more convenient than what's currently on the market. These ingenious innovations have a way of initially appealing to a niche market. Think about the early personal computers. They weren't as powerful as the mainframes used by businesses, but were perfect for hobbyists. Then, boom! Gradually they improved, becoming the household staple we can't live without effectively knocking those gigantic, room-sized computers out of the limelight. What sets disruptive technologies apart, and Christensen captures this brilliantly, is that they fundamentally alter the playing field. Established companies, often preoccupied with improving products for their biggest clients, can miss these seemingly inconsequential players. They're focusing on bettering the good to great, overlooking the potential of the simple to revolutionary. Take digital photography as a classic example. It crept up on film-based giants like Kodak. Initially, digital photos were low quality, 
but they offered unparalleled convenience. As the quality improved and costs went down, digital cameras disrupted the film market, forever changing how we capture and share memories. And that's the crux. Disruptive technologies change our expectations. They forge new markets and, in doing so, unseat corporations that were once deemed untouchable. It's not just about the technology itself, but the dramatic shift it brings to the business ecosystem. Understanding this can make all the difference in riding the wave of disruption versus being capsized by it. So why do powerful companies with all their resources and expertise fall prey to these disruptions? That's a great question and precisely what we'll tackle in the next part of our journey through The Innovator's Dilemma. Stay tuned as we delve deeper into the paradox of success and failure in the face of disruptive innovation. It's a curious and somewhat frightening phenomenon, isn't it? Companies that once stood at the pinnacle of their industries, seemingly unassailable, have crumbled and fallen, leaving us to wonder, why do great companies fail? This is the crux of what Clayton Christensen unpacks in The Innovator's Dilemma, and it's a pattern with lessons for us all. Take a behemoth like Blockbuster, an empire in the movie rental business, now a cautionary tale. Their story, and many others like it, reveals a common thread. Success breeds complacency. Firms become focused on the needs of their current customers, honing their products and services to perfection. And in doing so, they fail to anticipate the needs of tomorrow's customers. Another pattern, resource allocation. The more successful a company, the more resources it has to allocate, but they tend to double down on what's already working. Their heavy investment in current technology, processes, and customer bases creates a sort of inertia against investing in nascent technologies that don't yet meet the needs of their existing customers. And let's not forget about the value network. This concept is critical. Companies succeed by working within a network that appreciates the value they provide. Disruptive technologies at first don't often fit into this value network. They might be cheaper, simpler, but also initially lower performing. Consequently, great companies shun these innovations, seeing no profit or value, until these very innovations evolve and unexpectedly dislodge them from the top. Listening to customers is touted as the golden rule of business, but Christensen challenges this notion. He argues that, while it is essential, it can sometimes be a pitfall. Why? Because your most demanding customers drive you to improve your current offerings, not to innovate for a different future. As a result, Companies might miss out on disruptive technologies, appealing to other markets or customer segments that eventually become mainstream. Great companies often do everything right and still fail. They focus on quality, listen to their customers, invest in technology, and yet they are sidelined by companies that, once upon a time, they might not have even considered to be genuine threats. Understanding this paradox is central to grasping why a business should never rest on its laurels and must always keep an eye on the horizon, searching for the disruptive wave that might one day roll in to redefine everything. In every thriving industry, there are the titans, those market leaders that seem unshakable in their thrones. But as the innovator's dilemma suggests, sometimes the real opportunities lie not in the established dominions, but in the uncharted territories of emerging markets— so let's peel back the layers and scrutinize the merits and drawbacks of both. Pouring resources into market leadership can be like reinforcing a fortress. It's all about strengthening your position, building those high walls even higher, and maintaining dominance. This means better economies of scale, more refined processes, and customer loyalty that's tough for new competitors to penetrate. But here's the rub. 
These markets are often mature, which can translate to slower growth. We need to ask ourselves, is fortifying the keep always the wisest move when the landscape is shifting? Now, let's pivot to the fresh burgeoning fields of emerging markets. Here, the siren song of potential is difficult to ignore. These markets are where disruptive technologies often find their footing. They're smaller, nimbler, and teeming with opportunity for growth. Early investment here can mean huge payoffs. It's akin to being an early settler in a land brimming with resources, just waiting to be tapped. However, venturing into emerging markets isn't free from perils. There's unpredictability, lesser infrastructure, and the risk of investing in an area that might not yield the expected returns. It's the classic tale of high risk versus high reward. Clearly, there's no one-size-fits-all strategy. For some, doubling down on market leadership is the path of least resistance, leveraging brand strength and a tried-and-true customer base. For others, diving into the waters of emerging markets, despite the uncertainties, can redefine the future of a company, propelling it to new heights on the wave of a disruptive innovation. Ultimately, the innovator's dilemma steers us to a crossroads. Stick with the security of market leadership or venture into the promise and wilds of emerging markets. Choosing wisely can be the difference between riding the crest of the next big wave or watching it from the sidelines. When businesses listen closely to their customers, they tailor their services and products to meet their customers' needs. It's called being customer-centric, and it's praised as a golden rule in business. But can this unwavering devotion to your current customers paradoxically lead you down the wrong path? Absolutely, says Christensen, in The Innovator's Dilemma. Here's the crux of the dilemma. Your existing customers might drive you to improve your products in ways that are meaningful to them, often demanding better performance, more features, or enhanced services. You're iterating, not innovating. But while you're busy making these incremental improvements, you may be missing out on the needs of an entirely different set of consumers or the emergence of a new market segment. These might be people or sectors your current products don't reach or appeal to, or perhaps they're looking for something simpler, more affordable, or just different. And here's where things get tricky. Emerging disruptive technologies initially may not satisfy the demands of your main customers. They might even seem inferior. So naturally, companies tend to overlook or dismiss them in favor of improving existing solutions. It's a classic trap. You get so locked into the established trajectory of your product and so focused on your current clientele that you ignore the forces of change at the periphery. Remember, being customer-centric sounds wonderful in meetings. But if you allow the loud voice of your current customer base to drown out the whispers of innovation and the hints of unarticulated needs in new markets, you're setting the stage for an upset. At some point, those initial, seemingly inconsequential technologies could improve to the point where they take your market by storm, and by then, it might be too late for you. So, while customer feedback is key, it's equally important not to become myopic. Companies ought to have one ear to the ground listening to the heartbeat of the current market and another ear attuned to the future, scouting the horizon for the next big thing. That's the only way to avoid being left behind in the wastelands of yesterday's technology. As we dig deeper into the innovator's dilemma, we're now faced with the critical junction where existing companies must make strategic choices. How they can embrace disruptive technologies without putting their core business on the line is the million-dollar question. Now, this is where things get interesting. Think of it as walking a tightrope. On one side, you've got the tried and true business that you've built up over the years. On the other, there's this vast, uncharted territory of disruptive tech 
that's brimming with potential. The key, it's not about choosing one path over the other, it's about balance. One strategic move is to set up a small, independent organization within the company. This team operates with the agility of a startup, but has the backing of the established firm. They're the explorers, the risk takers, diving into new markets and learning through action. Another approach is to stay customer focused, but to redefine who your customer is. You see, disruptive technologies often gain traction in niche markets first. Firms need to pay attention to these smaller segments and understand their needs instead of just doubling down on their current mainstream clientele. Let's not forget about resource allocation as well. Traditional business models tie up resources in areas that serve the most immediate financial returns. However, intelligently investing in disruptive technologies could mean redirecting resources towards longer-term, potentially more rewarding ventures. It's a delicate balance between current profitability and future growth. Lastly, companies have to cultivate a culture that isn't just tolerant of innovation, but one that actively encourages it. That's the heart and soul of a firm that will not only survive but thrive amidst the waves of disruptive change. It's about creating an environment where new ideas aren't just welcomed. They're sought after and nurtured. So what's the verdict for established companies? Adapt or be left behind. The companies that manage to harness the power of disruptive technologies while maintaining their core ventures are the ones that write the success stories of tomorrow. They have their cake and eat it too. By making strategic choices that ensure sustainability and relevance in a world where change is the only constant. All right, let's recap the transformative insights from Clayton M. Christensen's The Innovator's Dilemma. The key takeaway is that even the most successful companies can be toppled by disruptive technologies if they fail to adapt. To stay afloat, established firms should recognize the threat of emerging technologies early on and respond proactively. It's not enough to simply listen to current customer demands. Strategic vision is also about anticipating and shaping future needs by embracing innovation. Balancing the investments between sustaining technologies and disruptive ones is a delicate art. Companies ought to nurture new ventures that target unserved markets, even if initial profits don't match the current core business. Ultimately, by applying these principles, firms can not only survive disruption, but can become catalysts for change in their own industries. Remember, business is not just about the now or the known. It's about being ready for whatever comes next. Keep innovating, keep evolving, and stay ahead of the curve. Thank you for tuning in to Snippets of Knowledge. It's been an insightful journey exploring the innovator's dilemma and the impactful messages Clayton M. Christensen shared with us. As we've learned, embracing innovation isn't just about keeping up with the latest trends. It's about being prepared to tackle the pitfalls of success and staying ahead in a constantly evolving marketplace. So keep those disruptive technologies on your radar and never stop asking how you can innovate in your field. Until next time, keep those business insights sharp and we'll have more snippets for you soon. Stay smart, stay innovative.